So today we're with Arkham Al Abri, an Emirati soul singer who's also performed at various stages, including NBA and Forbes. Hi, how are you? How's it going, Abila? It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> you are too kind. So, first questions first. How are you? I'm fantastic. I can't complain. Yeah. It's, it's been a it's a great season. I think uh, well, it's getting cooler now. I'm looking forward to the season. So yeah. So, how did you get into music? <laughs> <laughs> I know you get this asked so many times, but is there something? Because I know that you came from a corporate background. Yeah. Then when did you quit? And how did you know that you wanted to quit? I think I quit, I think probably it's eight, nine years ago now. Um, I didn't know I wanted to quit. I just knew I wasn't happy there. I wasn't fulfilled. Maybe happy wasn't the right answer. I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't satisfied with what I was doing. So I, I left to pursue something that I think I had to search for. And music sort of came about accidentally, to be honest. Really? Yeah, because I started a company called Greco. It's about okay. sustainability. And that didn't work out too well because I'm not really a, a good businessman, apparently. Oh, no. That's why you have marketing people like me. <laughs> that's a plug. That's a plug. <laughs> that's, why you need, that's why all of my clients are like the talent. And I'm just like the... <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but uh, I think I think music happened accidentally. Although I come from a, a family of musicians, I, I don't yes. think I ever thought of myself as a musician. I didn't think I was good enough. I never liked my voice. I never liked the way I sang. What? So I think it was, yeah. And what changed your perspective? What happened? What was this one moment when you found your calling? You were like, okay, music is it. I think it was, it was, a, it was a number of factors. I think it was really trying to figure out. Um, when, I, when I was trying to figure myself out, yeah. I had to do things that were uncomfortable. One of the things that I didn't like doing was public speaking. And well, what, the, uh, my, one of my questions was really, how do you feel so confident speaking in or singing in front of such huge crowds? I think for me, it's not really about singing. It's about sharing something with them. So it's not really about performance. It's more about, um, it's almost like a therapy for me to sing. Yeah. And it was, it was very sacred for me to sing. So it wasn't something I would share with people. It was something I would do for myself. So to get to a point where I could share with people, I think it was... It was was received well. Maybe I, f I felt I need to be more comfortable doing something like that, where I could share something with people that would make them feel better. All right. So I, I think it's also the idea of, of trying to create something that I could be proud of. And to me, singing was that. So I'm going to go back because I interrupted you, actually. Fair enough. So you yeah. were telling me yeah. that when you were kind of lost and you didn't know what you wanted to do, you decided to try different things. You decided to go out of your comfort zone, and one of the things was public speaking. So did you go for public speaking, or did you go for singing? No, I'm for singing. I went straight for singing. So but what was the first stage that you took over? I was at Max Live, not too far from here, at Barsha Live. Uh, yeah. I think it's called Max Live or Barsha something. Um, and, and I it was an open mic, and I had performed. How many people were there? Maybe around 40, 50 people. Like it, was, it was a small were crowd. You, were you nervous? I was super nervous. I was shaking on stage. I, I knew it. I'm not sure if people, if people knew it, but I, I was shaking on stage. And I sang a song by Sam Cooke called Change Is Coming. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have a band. I didn't have a, an, uh, an accompaniment. So I just did it a cappella. Um, and it was received really well. And that was really the start of it. And wow. Uh, ever since then. And now you're on such big stages. Yeah. And I, I really thank Max Live. Uh, Khan was the person that was organizing that. 
Yeah. And such a great guy. And he put me on stage. He didn't even know who I was. Uh, <laughs> what a good guy. But he just put me on stage. He said, if you're comfortable, just do it. But you're so talented. I've heard you sing, obviously. And it just feels like, like the only reason why I was so happy to have you and I was so surprised that you said yes, was because I was like, wow, you're so talented. Like when you actually sing, it feels very peaceful. Like it- That's, it, that's very kind of you to say that. No, it does. It's very kind of you to say that. Like when you're hearing it, you're just like, wow. You know, it's so amazing when someone finds something that they do and they're so good at it. That's incredible. I don't think I'm good enough yet. I think I'm, I'm getting to that point where I need to get better. Um, I think being complacent with anything is, is bad. And I'm, sometimes we, we are complacent with talents. Um, so I, I'm trying to get better. I'm not good enough yet. And I, I appreciate that you think I am, uh, I'm, I'm talented, but I'm not. Um, I just enjoy doing music. And I think you maybe sense the authenticity of it. Yeah. But the talent definitely comes from the heart. Yeah. But, the but I think all the better. good artists are very critical of themselves. I definitely am. I'm super critical. I'm super critical. All of us are very critical <laughs> of ourselves. I think you're the worst critic, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you, you are. Ha- do you ever have those feelings? Like even when you were performing at MBA, did you were, were you like, how did I get here? What what happened? What was the thought process? I still think that I don't deserve it. Um, oh, man. This imposter syndrome. Yes, yeah. Exactly but what all, is, the, yeah. all the really good, talented people are the <coughs> ones that have imposter syndrome, to be honest. This is what I've noticed. Perhaps. Uh, I'm but quite that's sure, what so. keeps you getting better as well. Yeah. So for me, like, it's about getting better. It's not about um, not being grateful for where I am. Cause I'm almost grateful. Uh, everything I do, I'm super grateful. I never thought And you I'd... definitely did deserve to be there, by the way. I, I, I still, I because you're so you are you are very talented. You're so very what kind, went through kind. what went through your mind when you were at the NBA stadium? I think I was focusing more on the song. Um, uh, uh, for me, "Heavy" was a song that I think I wrote when I was still searching. So it was a song that was very raw, and uh, I just learned the guitar as well at that time. So for me. I was focusing on the song and, and sort of trying to project the song uh, so that people would feel it. Um, I didn't think about the crowd. I didn't think about, you know, where I was. It That's was the key. More, yeah. It was just, I think it was for me, it was more about making sure that I had, um, I could be as, as honest as possible with the song. And so I focused on that. Uh, otherwise, I think I'd be too nervous to be able to. <laughs> to so I have wrong. another question because you mentioned sure. the word soul searching. Yeah. And, you know, that's very common amongst our generation or like even younger. And then our parents don't quite understand that sometimes when you think about it. But what does that mean to you? And what was and did you find your soul after that? No, I think I think soul searching is is. It's about evolving as a human being. It's not a. It's not really a destination. A destination. Yeah, it's not really a destination. Yeah, it's really about uh, evolving. And it keeps changing as well because sometimes you find something. From my personal journey, I feel like you find something and you're like, "Wow, I'm so happy that I found this." Yeah, yeah. And then it just becomes old yeah. after a while. It's and very you're true. Like, it's very true. And then you're like, again on that cycle, you're like, "Oh, I guess I need to find something new now." But I think it's more about direction. It's about the path, right? Yeah. Uh, so for me, soul searching is really about a purpose. And the core, yeah, and the core of who you are. Yeah, and so eventually you get to a point where you 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 feel like you're on the right path. You feel like you're in the right direction, and you sort of build from there. Yeah. But I don't think it's ever like a destination. I don't think we'll ever reach our destination when it comes to that. So I feel like soul searching is really a path or yeah, a direction that we, we have to choose. Otherwise, 
we all lost. Uh, but it's a big world. What can you say? But okay, so what is your it's a big world, one? Yeah, I mean, there's just so many paths, you know. I think we're so exposed to so many different things that we are bound to be lost. Because if you th- imagine, like, when people didn't have internet, people were living in small spaces, they weren't lost. They were just, like, oh, waking up, doing their thing, and going to bed, right? But it's because they, they didn't know enough. So yeah. lack of information, I think you, you, know, you know less. But w- when we have so much information this day and age, um, and we're still lost... Isn't that scary? And because you could be living someone else's life, like, you know, like you could, True. you see so much, like I'm so aware. That's why I'm trying to limit my social media use because I'm just like, why do I care about this person and they just bought a home or they just had a baby or they've just what done is, this? What does it matter? And, yeah. and you're like, oh my, I know too much. I know too much about too many people. That's very true. But it's, uh, when, I, when I say direction, again, it's, it's, it's the information yeah. we allow into ourselves because yeah. there is a lot of information there. So when you Tons. look at a, a, a certain paths and direction, you find information that sort of tastes you or sort of propels you in that path. Yeah. But it's very easy to get lost. It is very easy to get lost if you don't know where you're going. Yeah. Right? So for me, uh, I think I think one of the, the, the biggest thing I do really, I used to do is, is read a lot. Now, unfortunately, I don't read as much as I used to. I think Because I, you're I'm, super busy, huh? Not only because I'm busy, I think I'm... I'm Dumbed down a little bit. I think I'm, I'm distracted quite a lot, unfortunately. Oh, you, you've been so critical to yourself this whole time. I'm, I just I'm need to tell you, I'm, I'm sure you're very intellectual. But I want to ask you, um, one thing is, how your how is your day like? Like a normal day in your life like? Um, I wake up early. I wake up at 5, uh, sometimes 6. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go for a walk with my mom at 7. We do like an hour walk. Oh, that's quite sweet. No, I love my mom. My mom's oh, my heart. So sweet. No, no, no. I love my mom. There's nothing sweet about that. I, I owe her so much. Um, we go for a walk for about an hour, come back home. Um, I don't have breakfast. Sometimes I do have breakfast, but I only eat once a day. So I try to ma- maintain um, an afternoon breakfast. Uh, I usually go to the gym around 11. Uh, I do answer emails. I play piano for about an hour. I play the guitar for about half an hour because I'm not as good as it. <laughs> I'm still learning the guitar. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I do some recording. Uh, if, yeah. I don't, if I don't record, um, I usually just play the, the piano for a little longer. I'm still learning. Um, then I go for, for a gym, uh, work out for about an hour, 45 minutes. Uh, I try to stay away from the gym only because... You try to stay away from the gym, did you say? Yeah, only because sometimes the gym is so busy. And I, I like quiet places. You're, you're like, I, I feel you're the artistic type who's, who's a little bit introverted. I, I I love my peace. I love myself. Uh, I love being being on my own. I I love that, and that's yeah. where your motivation comes from, or inspiration comes from as well, right? So much of your inner world that you can translate into your songs. It does. It does. I don't speak so. I don't speak too much. I don't talk too much. But that's why you're like, like I don't want to come to a podcast anymore. <laughs> this is my last one. My last one. <laughs> this is how I'm gonna publicize. <laughs> how many more? <laughs> no. This is how I'm gonna be. The last one. Breaking news. <laughs> no, no. I, I feel like yeah. I think it's my last one. I feel like. Uh, why? This, this, you're like I just want to go and sing. But yeah, but it's also I don't think I have so much more to say. I think I've said everything I've said. There's no much more for me to say. Um, but I love else that. I, 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 I really love, even though as like a personal branding or marketing person, like I would be like, oh, people want to know your story a bit more, you know, so they can relate to you more. But I feel your music does say a lot about your story as well. I feel like it does. I feel like I, I put my, I put everything into my music. So everything I sing is 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 for a reason. I don't sing. Random songs. 
So I where does it. your inspiration come from? Just your life. Other than, no, other, other than my life, my mother, my mother's my, my biggest inspiration. Um, I think um, being empathic, I think also is my biggest inspiration. Because when, when, when I was doing the song Heavy, it wasn't just about me. It was about all of us going through a lot. Yeah. But it was a song about hope. It wasn't a song about being in distress. It was a song about hope. Uh, the journey, the whole journey is about hope. Towards the Light is another song that I feel like is is something that I I wished I could I could talk about, but it's a song that I could only sing about because yeah. it was about who I was going through as a journey as a person and the fragility of, of our life. Because one day you're here, one day you're not. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I I could express everything I could before I go, because we all will go one day, which yeah. is which is a little morbid, I know. <laughs> do you, no, I mean I agree with you, but do you think there is something that you you feel is a challenge for you as a creative in the world? Like because you're so empathetic, right? Like I feel it's very heavy. Like as you said, heavy. it's very heavy. <laughs> it's very heavy to like go around the world. And so, what is your own life philosophy? So I think you have to come up with that, right? You're in Dubai, yeah. right? And you're so empathetic and you're so um, in tune with yourself. So how do you feel the culture and you mix? Like, does it ever feel like Dubai is a little bit too flashy or? No, you know, I was born and raised there. So I've seen the city grow. I've seen the city where it was and where it is now. And I know, I know, I, I know where we came from and we were a massive community. Maybe now we sort of scattered a bit more. But we were a massive community. I used to live in Jamaica, and I knew all my neighbors. The neighbors knew us. We played with all the kids in the neighborhood. Yeah. So we, we we were all we all knew each other. Ramadan, we'd we'd all share food, you know, yeah. eat. We'd all go to each other's houses. We, we have a soul here. It's just not quite as accessible as you know going to the latest latest club or going to you know the latest fashion opening. Yeah. So it's, it's not maybe we're not quite aware of it as yeah. as we should be. Which is why I think we we need to us, we need to be able to make it more accessible, and that's what I think I, I hope to do. Yeah, because the perception of everybody outside is Dubai is superficial, and and every time I tell them, yeah. I'm like, no, it's really not that superficial. You only see how Dubai is promoted. Yeah, which is very true. Yeah, but I think we we have so much more to offer, but we need to be able to 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 share with the world. You know, it yeah. shouldn't be on, on a marketing campaign. It shouldn't be on a magazine. It should be us that make people feel something when they come here. Yeah. And that's what we need to do. And, and you do that thing. with your music. I would love to think so. I love to think so. But you I think, do. But I, <laughs> you I love how I'm like, you do. <laughs> you <know what> I mean? <laughs> but Okay, so what if somebody's in that soul-searching journey yeah. that has, like, they have their heart and they're questioning stuff? about their life, what is your advice? What would your advice be or a phrase or any sentence? What would you like to say to somebody like that? I think look look for peace within yourself first. I think we're all usually at war with ourselves first. Look for peace within yourself and everything will fall into place. I, um, I'm i still not there. I'm not even, even going to try to find, I'm not, I'm not there yet. But I think look for peace within yourself first. Uh, find out what moves you, what your purpose is. Um, purpose is a big thing for me. If you find your purpose, everything else will fall into place as well. So find your peace, find your purpose, and you, you're you halfway there. So how do you maintain your soul here? Like, how do you maintain your authenticity in a city that's so, you know? I think there's two things, really. I think it's my mother and it's my sister. My family, sister, really. My family, yeah. yeah. My family, really. 
And I think it's also uh, who, who I keep around me, my cousins, um, my cousin Shaban and my, yeah. my brother Karim. He's also people that keep me grounded. Yeah, for know? sure. Family. Yeah. I think it's very important. So uh, for me, that's how I think I stay as as honest as possible. Yeah, because I think they're always reminding you of your roots. And you are true. from here. Yeah, true, yeah, true. And you are from here. It's so cool. How does it feel to be one of the few Emiratis? <laughs> Apparently, you don't meet very many Emiratis. To me, I think that's shocking. Uh, Should I go to your guys' area? I suppose. Area. <laughs> <laughs> it's all your area. Where, where, where you're at? <laughs> it's all your area. We're just here. <laughs> no, no, that's fair. That's but fair. where do Emiratis? They hang out a lot of Jumeirah, right? I th- Tons. You I know think what they it don't is. come to Marina. They're like not about marina life. Not me, you know. I've been to marina maybe <laughs> once or twice. Maybe in I your lied. entire maybe, life. Maybe, 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 maybe a few more times. But I usually hang out in in Murdoff and Mushroof. And Mushroof Park for me wow. is yeah. I love Mushroof Park. You guys don't like to go to like a lot of like the pop places that like the cool restaurants and I, cool I think bars and stuff. I don't, but I do see a lot of a lot of my my friends right. that do go down. Um, so maybe places. it's just me. I, I'm. But but we were everywhere to be honest. Maybe just maybe you just seen don't know. Yeah, maybe seen Emiratis. Just don't know the Emiratis. Yeah, um, but it's very rare that you meet them. I think. Real, I, I didn't realize that to be honest. Maybe I'm going to like all the touristy places and Probably. all the all the like expat places. Probably. I used to be wherever I <laughs> No, for me, I mean, I, th- I think we're everywhere. But maybe it's just yeah, maybe. It's a different perspective. Maybe maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe I just don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm just surrounded by expats. So that's like my vision. Yeah, maybe that's, that's your circle, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, now you know one Emirati, so you, you get to know a few more. Now I'm going to just build my network from there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go hang out in Jumeirah. I know in Jumeirah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to Jumeirah anymore, to be honest. <laughs> Where to buy? It's like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Find an Emirati. Like, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, what is what would you say makes you you as a person? So like in those days, I'm sure you have those days as well where you're not feeling very motivated, where you're not like really feeling super in your purpose. Yeah. What do you remind yourself? What do you do to come back? And I don't want to be morbid again, but I remind <laughs> myself of <laughs> <laughs> the fragility of, of life and that we have a limited time here. Yeah, and I think you know what it's, it's very funny that I think that if if we were immortal, I think we would achieve nothing in our lives because we have. I mean, that would be really scary. I don't want to be immortal. I'm totally I think fine. A lot of us wouldn't. Yeah, a lot of us wouldn't, but some of us would like to be immortal. But yeah, there's there's actually this one person I saw on Instagram who's trying 60 to. Sixty old, I think. He's 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 doing all these things to make himself live longer. And then there's no fun. Anything, but but then there's like no fun, you know. I have to agree with you. I think I think our mortality. I want to go to the sun. I want to do stuff. (laughs) He's doing nothing at all. I think he's he's, um, feeding himself through nutrients and all that there. But for 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 me, I think the idea of mortality is beautiful because then we know we have limited time here to do something. Yeah. So some days I do I do I think maybe procrastinate. I do lack. In, in what I should be doing. But I think it's important sometimes to sort of think, knowing that one day I will not longer be here. So what can yeah. I leave behind before I do kick so, the bucket, as it were? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> so what's the what's I'm the, so morbid. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm very morbid as well. I say that really? quite a bit. Yeah. It's true though. It's just like in different forms. I'm just like in a high smiley form. I say that, and you're like more serious. You're like fair enough. I laugh about it. <laughs> but you know, actually, you're not. You're laughing about it as well. Um, but okay. So my my last question, actually. Okay. So what is the ambition? Like, what is the goal? Where you're trying to go? Um, now that you've performed at really amazing big stages, what is the ultimate goal? Or do you just keep going? You know, I think for me, um, the idea was never to perform in major stages. I think for me, it was more to show my music uh, as far as I can. Um, and I, I, I've come to a point where I'm humbled to be doing these events that I, I am doing. But I think I can do more. I can create more music. We have so much music in this world in this day and age, but we don't have music that's really positive or should be positive. Yeah. Uh, if I can do that, if I can share more positive music, I think I'll, I'll gladly be able to say I've, I've done what I could do. So creating more positive music, um, learning more about music so I can create something more beautiful. Um, if you look at you know some of the legends that, that have, have come and gone, Bob Marley for me is, is one that stands out because he's created some amazing music and is still relevant in this day and age. Yeah. You know? So for me, it's about doing something like that where I can create beautiful music that people can listen to for, you know, for So there's no particular goal, destination. It's just creating the music. I think that's amazing. I can't say I want to perform in, in, in a certain venue. I just want to create beautiful music that, that will last generations, that, that will, people will, will, will heal through or feel some solace through for, you know, for, for, for generations. That's the idea. That's the yeah, idea that's music. how you do it, right? Like, you know your why so, so profoundly that everything else that follows, it's quite simple. Like, it's quite, like, easy for you to just go about life because this is your main mission, you know? That's the idea, yeah, So the you idea. know it so well. That's the idea. I think that's the idea. And for me, it's not about a certain stage. Although I'm always humble to perform at certain stages, but it's for me, it's more about creating beautiful music or sharing beautiful music yeah. that might have been forgotten. So even Stand By Me, for example, is a song that I loved for the longest time. Yeah. And it just happened that we that they wanted to do the song, so it was incredible. So for me, it's about sharing beautiful music powerful music that that creates a positive uh, change to somebody yeah it creates a, it creates a uh, some sort of peace or some some sort of comfort to somebody that's amazing that's the idea I think that was my last question super I love thank it. you <laughs> love so it. much for thank being so, here no thank you for having me thank you so much 